Hey guys, it's Samurai Panda here. It's been about a year since Brawl's release in North America, and for episode 47 of the podcast, we decided to give a one-year review of Brawl. And how better to do a review of Brawl than to look over the characters? So, in the order of the tier list, we decided to go through each character one by one with our updated impressions and kind of compare it to how we first saw them in our initial uh, overview of the game. And as you might imagine, going through the characters one by one took us quite some time. So, in the interest of making it easier to digest for some of you, we decided to split tonight's podcast into two different parts. The first part, you'll be getting a review of, in order, Meta Knight, Snake, Falco, King Deity, Mr. Game & Watch, Marth, Diddy Kong, Wario, Rob, Lucario, Olimar, Pikachu, Kirby, and Donkey Kong. Look to download part two to get the rest of the characters. Now, without further ado, enjoy part one of episode 47 of Show Me Your News. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. With hosts Yoko and Samurai Panda, it's Show Me News! Hey, how are you all today, Smash fans? So down with that cheese. That's either your mic or god damn you have one hell of a scary deep voice. Maybe I just have one scary deep voice. Jack Skippy! Yeah! On the internet cowboy thing? Anniversary, everybody, and uh, beware the Ides of March. It's when we're recording. It's March 2009, just about a few days after, a year after the release date of Super Smash Brothers Brawl in the United States. And since Show Me Your News started as a Brawl podcast, we've got to give it a mention. We're here in the official SBR podcast, technically, and it's episode 47 of Show Me Your News. I'm Joined by Samurai Panda. Happy Brawliversary, Samurai Panda. Uh, can you do me a huge favor and not say that again? Happy Brawliversary, Samurai uh, Panda. Oh, God. That's, that's, that doesn't work at all as a word. That No, no. That doesn't work at all. <laughs> and uh, joining us from the Smash backroom, and technically now he is an administrator of Smash World forums, and he has had a child since... We uh, last spoke to him on this podcast, The Buzzsaw. Welcome back. Dang, Skippy, it is good to be back. Yeah, it's been, really it's been a long time, huh? Um, it's probably been... Uh, we were debating this before the show. What is it, like last July? Last May? Something like that? <laughs> Almost a year. Been a while, but it's good to be back. Yeah. It's good to have you back. That's sure. That's for sure. So, Kadri has been born. Um, how is it being a dad? People want to know about the sugar saw. Um, it's actually not too bad right now because uh, when she was born and all the way up till now, up until now, <laughs> I've, I've kind of been working at home, so it's really not too stressful because I can watch after her and take care of her and that kind of thing. So it's really fun right now. Can't wait for her to become a teenager and talk back to me and slap her. 
But then you'll be old. You'll be like middle aged, and that'd be depressing. <laughs> I'd laugh at him because uh, I'd still be young. Um, Kadri, for those that do not know, or the Sugar Saw, was born on November nineteenth. She's a wee baby. She is a wee baby. What? How awesome is that? Is is that when the Wii was released or something? Yeah, yeah November nineteenth is when the Wii was released. Huh? It was it was totally meant to be because she was due December 29th and she ended up being born November nineteenth. So she's like almost six weeks early, which is absurd. <laughs> and it means it's away from your your anniversary. Hope Sugar is yeah. as well. Yeah, well. and, and it's away from uh, from Christmas, which I know I have a lot of friends that have their birthday around Christmas, and none of them actually like that. Yeah. It, it sucks because like you just say like oh it's a it's a combined present and then like nothing else for the rest of the year yeah <laughs> yeah well fortunately it's in a separate month entirely so That's we'll good. give her presents and we'll give her a Wii game every year of her life <laughs> <laughs> even when you know the Wii is like the akin to yeah. like, Super Nintendo right now we'll just buy a used game just 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 sim- pure symbolism for her life <laughs> you should, you should just game. buy like like forty Wii games right now. <laughs> and just give her one a year. Until <laughs> she's 40, apparently. Yes. Why not? <laughs> I'm all for it. The Wii will last. Yeah, yeah. you should you should just buy 40 copies of Brawl and give it to her every time. Yeah. <laughs> we love you and Brawl this much. <laughs> yeah. Now, Buzz also, since, you know, since he's been last on, has also been hard at work at developing our fan site. So if you go to smyn.smashnexus.net, You'll see his uh, pride and joy. Uh, we're on like n- these new servers that are amazing, thanks to his help. And um, you know, go there and uh, join our fan forums and check out our downloads page. It is pretty great, if I do say so myself. And since yeah. uh, we're waiting on Major League Gaming to um, you know stop pick up the slack, yeah, pick stop up the being slack. They're, they're working on their uh, their corporate <laughs> uh, shenanigans and uh, deadlines and agendas. So until then, definitely check out our fan site. That's smyn.smashnexus.net. Um, so I'm thinking for the brawl anniversary because I'll say that again. The Ugh. brawl anniversary. I'll say it even again. The brawl anniversary. That doesn't work. It's a horrible word. It's a happy brawl anniversary, Panda. <laughs> everyone, everyone, says that's my anniversary to Samurai Panda because he knows that he'll love it. Um, anyway. So we're probably just going to go through the tier list because also on the SBR podcast, you know, people have been wanting, uh, the, you know, the, the tier list. It's you know in its second edition. It's always constantly changing. It's even already people would say it's already a little bit outdated. Um, oh, I heard it's playing wrong, which I think it is wrong, outdated. <laughs> um, so, like, no, what we're going to do is we made a brawl uh, video review back in April of two thousand eight. And it's up on our, our YouTube page. And so we're going to play clips from, you know, that that same video. And um, we're going to go through, you know, let's see what we said then. You know, alternate between what, you know, Panda and I said, depending on who we actually reviewed. And then we, we had said during the video, you know, just take like the mid of middle, mid-tier. And would this character over time be higher or lower? Then you know what they can. We figured you know a year later. Let's see if we were right comparing to you know how yep. the tier list was. So um, 
I think, you know, it wouldn't be bad, you know, start off at the very top, the tippy top of the tier list. That's I probably should never say that one again. Tippy top. <laughs> that it's better than Brawl of Tier list. We we definitely thought from the very beginning that it would be Meta Knight, so here's what we said. Meta Knights? No, not lower. Not higher. The best. Bar none. Best in the game. I picked him up the day before tournament, and I was able to beat people that I should not by any means be beating with that character. The day before. I don't even play. I played him once, and he became one of my best characters. He played three matches and was able to mash up with my main. Yeah. And you know what? That's just sick. Yeah, that was... I picked him up the day of. Yeah. And I was doing pretty well with him. I played one match with him, and like, I almost won. It's insane. It's... I actually was able to beat Ankuku, who usually takes like second, or he's a top five usually in all the MVs. I was able to beat, you know, one of his mains, his Marth, with Mennonite, and I should not be able to do that. Way too good. Way too good. So anyways, yeah, um, Mennonite, we were right about. I, I, it was me that I said uh, Mennonite was the best in the game, and he really is the best in the game to the point of us having a whole podcast about potentially banning him as a character, which as a sentiment, I, I can't say I totally disagree with right now. The more I play the game, the the uh, easier it becomes to play against him, but the more I think he should be banned. It's really strange like dichotomy of feelings and, and, and uh, it's probably because the better I become and the, and the more I beat him, the more I realize that he has options to beat everything I have and that the only reason I'm beating them is because I'm outsmarting them. That I'm tricking them. I don't know. I don't think he should be banned, but I think he's bannable for now. Uh, but I'm not going to lie when I say that it's yeah, really it's, hard to get rid of them. It's definitely a, uh, a dichotomy of good and evil, if you will. And it is pretty amazing that, you know, back then even we were saying, you know, oh, like, yeah, I, I picked him up, like, the day before, the day of this tournament. I was beating people I shouldn't beat. And then, yeah. You know, uh, I beat Ankoku's Marth with my Mennonite that I picked up the night before in the tournament. And I almost beat Anther's Pikachu as well. Mm-hmm. But I almost beat, I mean, I got, like, two stuck because he footstooled me, like, three times. But, like, while I was playing him, he's like, I think Meta Knight might counter Pikachu. And I was like, yes! And then he subsequently destroyed me. But, still. Yeah, I mean, he's a ridiculous character. I mean, if you guys remember, they kind of pointed out all the way back at e for all just the first time they handled him, they're like, okay, he's really easy to use. Next. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of using other people, too. But it, it, we've known from the beginning how, how fast he is, how aerial he is. It's just... It's just obvious by now yeah <laughs> and I, I i agree with you panda that he does like sit on that fence of you know i really do feel he should ban i'm in the same boat i think he should be banned but at the same time i'm not like pushing for it because right. he's not quite to that point where i feel he's totally unbeatable but i just remember the first time i came up against a competent meta knight of uh a friend uh, showed me what he really can do, and I was just like, "Wow, this is retarded." Yeah, <laughs> yep. That that one first experience is definitely like was something. It, it's a it's a shock for sure, you know. Yeah, 
I remember thinking I was doing okay during the match. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And, I, and they killed me. I was like, okay, I'm going to come back and get you. I had done six damage to him with my whole life. <laughs> I was like, wow. I'm yeah. not doing as hot as I thought I was. Yeah. So definitely takes some getting used to. But that's, that's why I say, to be fair to the game, you know, we've given him a year. We maybe give him one more year before we say, okay, no more. Yeah. I mean, let, let me take a look at this tournament. Just yesterday, I was at a tournament, which I, I took first in, awesomely enough. Uh, yeah. In both uh, doubles and singles. Panda. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Happy Brawlivers. Oh, God. <laughs> but let, let me just look at the results really fast. Looking at doubles, the winning team was me and Anther, uh, Snake and Pikachu. The next team was Boyer and Haydoni with two Mennonites. The next team was Lane and Needle of Junta, Mennonite and Game Watch, and then another Mennonite Game Watch, and then Mennonite Luigi, and then Mennonite Marth slash Peach, and then Mennonite Marth, and then Mennonite Mennonite, and then Mennonite Pikachu, or Mennonite Kirby, rather. That was, like, every single team at that tournament used Mennonite, with the exception of the last two teams and the number one team. That's how bad it's become. And looking at the singles result, number one, Snake, me. Number two, a Mennonite Ice Climbers Wolf player. Three, Anther. Four, Mennonite. Five, Mennonite. Six, Mennonite. And then a bunch of Mennonites just skittled around other places in the rankings. There are a lot of Mennonites, even in the Midwest that has a huge diversity of characters. There are a lot of Mennonites out here. I was going to say, it's especially scary considering, you know, Michigan used to, you know, pride itself in not having a lot of Mennonites. Yeah. And now, like, you know, if our, you know, tournament scene can just, like, shift like that, it's it's a little frightening. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous as, as to... We used to, to soft-ban him, more or less. Like, I don't like saying that because it's not actually true, per se. We never talked about never using him because he's broken, but... That's pretty much the reason why never, no one ever used him. But the more, like, international we've become... International, what am I saying? The more we've traveled, you know, and we see Mennonites everywhere else, the more we realize that, you know, we should probably start using him too. And even even Lane, uh, who's the, one of the best deities and one of the best ice climbers in the world right now, is picking up Mennonite as, uh, as one of his characters and is slowly... Like becoming one of his main characters, he doesn't use any of his other characters in, in doubles anymore. Only Mennonite. Yeah, you have to at least become proficient with him at the very least to know how to fight against him. True. Like if you if you know what he's capable of, you know what you can abuse on him, which isn't much, sadly. Yeah. But like even me, like I I like to play certain characters, and I just I just pick the ones I like and then stick with them. But then mm. I'm still picking up Mennonite myself. I'm like I want to have him on hand if I ever need to abuse somebody. Yeah. Because <laughs> Because as good as he is, you know, you do have to practice him a little bit. If you go with him unpracticed, you do a lot of SDs. Yeah, yeah especially with <laughs> that's just me. Th- that's just me, though. I, I mean, I, actually, there's a there's a stage that all Mennonite players go through when they first pick him up. The the suicide stage where they just kill themselves over and over again. <laughs> well, because it feels so good to get out there and like do these awesome edge guards and gimps, but then yeah. like, you run out of jumps. You're like crap, crap, crap. crap. Wait, 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 wait. Mennonite can run out of jumps. Oh, I, I guess my controller breaks. <laughs> if, if you footstool someone, you get all your jumps back, right? <laughs> no, I think I think it was Overstorm that said footstooling takes away all your jumps, and we were like, wait, no? That, that was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's silly, Overstorm. I was trying to make a, a reference to that. <laughs> but, uh, but, 
the friend I play against whenever I use a Meta Knight, he refers to him as Game Genie. He's like, oh, you're going to play Game Genie, are you? Unlimited <laughs> 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 uh, jump, unlimited power. Anther's roommate uh, says something that we, we often say nowadays uh, about Meta Knight, which is that Meta Knight has built-in mind games. Like, honestly, he has built in mind. You don't have to like predict someone doing doing a uh, a spot dodge and then use your use your attack a second later. No, you just use a forward smash and it breaks your spot dodge. Panda, you just gave me an idea for a screenshot. We need to edit the control scheme editor and have a picture where it's like A attack, B special, X mind game, or something. <laughs> yes, those those are the controls for Mennonite. That's too good. There are people who just have, you know, that, like, all special as a joke, just from Meta Knight. <laughs> Everything special. Or you can even get more, like, uh, like more obnoxious with it, like, A, win, B, win slower, <laughs> X, but kill. But you can't be you win know? slower because... It's, it's, I think <laughs> win spammier, perhaps. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking when I say that tornado spam is the most annoying thing I've ever done, like, played against in my entire life. Down smash, down smash, down smash, down smash, down smash. You mean the panic button? Whenever, whenever, whenever a Meta Knight is panicked, you just see spamming down smash, and it works. That's <laughs> because there's no lot. You can just connect them, and you can't get in and punish it. I, I'm pretty sure I was looking at frame data before. It's like a two-frame attack. It comes out, it hits on the second frame. <laughs> what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> God. Didn't, didn't you hear that uh, Sakurai balanced the whole game by himself? Did he? Yeah, did he you apparently su- you apparently just- sucked with Meta Knight. <laughs> did you oh, also God. see the uh, the video where he uh, played the winner of like a brawl tournament in Japan? Really? And um, it was it was a girl who won, and so like Sakurai played her, and he played her with items, and he used Ganondorf, and um, he was sandbagging hard, and like he barely won in a sudden death with just like a, a down B. Wait. Sakurai won? Sandbagging? <laughs> yeah. Sakurai won? Yeah, Sakurai won. Against, like, a top-level tournament player, or just some random-ass yeah. scrub? Just, just, like, just like a random Japanese scrub who happened to be a girl. Oh. Yeah. That's like stupid. They won some big tournament. I can't remember who she played, though. I was going to say, I want, I want to see Sakurai play, like, um, U2 King, or, like, the winner of, like, the... What's it called? GameSpot tournament or the GameStop tournament? Mm. Um, people, people in the chat are saying that she sucked really bad, and she played Lucas. Lucas, oh god, what a bad character! Yeah, and and so she like she must have won a tournament with Lucas. Is that possible? With items, it is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> in Eastern Idaho, it is. Star. Eastern Idaho, God, you guys suck. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can win anything with any character in Eastern Idaho. No, no, Lucas, Lucas is okay, but um, how do you put this? He's still really bad. Just pick Marth and you win. True, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of different uh, grab-release combos. And yes, Ninja Link, I, I have definitely seen your Lucas, and it's amazing looking, but win a tournament with Lucas and I'll change my mind. <laughs> I like Lucas as well, but I don't like him to the point of actually attempting to use him in tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so, and that's not like we're on Meta Knight anymore, but uh, let's go to <laughs> the number one, number two spot. 
in this uh, this tierless second edition. Blink. Oh well. Oh, I mean, it's a snake. Snake sucks. <laughs> what? Well, let's uh, let's let's play that character. Uh, snake really overpowering. Um, he has a high overpowerosity. Great mind games with his minds and all. He's got some really sick combos. Did you say he's great mind games with his mind? No. That's exactly what you just said. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's pretty. He's pretty good. He's high. So yeah, I said Snake was, you know, definitely higher, overpowered and whatnot. But, you know, there were those at the beginning of the year who thought that, you know, he could give Meta Knight a run for his money and mm, then... Back in the day. The gap spread. If you look at Anne Cuckoo's character ranking list, which is, for those who don't know, a sticky in the Brawl Tactical board uh, on Smashboards.com, where he takes all of the tournament placings for the top eight and, um gives that character a certain amount of points depending on how many people went to the tournament and how big it was basically, you know, and how much money that you had to pay to get in uh, and stuff like that. And there are points assigned to that character. Mennonite is at, uh, let me check, I think it's around 2,000 points. He is ridiculous right now at the, at the very top of the list. Um, yeah, here it is. 2,690 points. And then Snake is 1,500. That's the gap between the characters. There's a thousand point difference between the two characters. That is absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, Snake to me is, is not the second best in the game. Uh, this is coming from Snake main. A lot of people will debate with me about that. I don't care about you people. He's fourth best in the game. <laughs> Although Meta Knight, Meta Knight, and Meta Knight. There you go. Because he's so good, he can clone himself twice <laughs> over. I mean, I, I, I think Deity is retarded and shuts down so many characters, so many more characters than Snake does. Well, we can talk about Deity then, but... Uh, yeah, you know, that, that's just my opinion for who the Snake, second best so is. What's it like to play Snake? Um, it's just one big mind f... f. Can't swear, damn. Mind app. I can't swear. I was trying to say it. I didn't know how to know how else to say it. It's camping central. I don't really feel like I'm camping when I when I do it. Like it's really it's really active camping. And 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 all the people I play against say that I'm one of the few people in Michigan that aren't really campy per se. To be honest, I can't really watch videos of Snake. I mean, <laughs> maybe I just chose bad videos, but it just seems like it's too much sitting back and too much waiting for an opening. Uh, maybe. I mean. It's, I don't know. Snake to me is really fun because I put so many traps on. Like when I win with Snake, I feel so smart half the time. <laughs> Seriously, because like I have to, I have to lay down. It's just funny the way you put it, though. You're like, I win, and I feel so smart. Well, well, I mean, like it doesn't like I don't feel like I'm technically better than the other person, like like te by technical skill or anything. You know, I feel like I truly outsmarted them in order to win. Like. Yeah. I have to lay multi-tiered traps. Like, I will throw a grenade, say, they're going to do this, then I do this, and then they're going to do this, and then I'll hit them with that. That's how far ahead I have to think with Snake. It's just ridiculously fun to use, like, to think that much when I'm playing, actively thinking. And it makes the game so much faster when you're playing it, because you have to consider so many different options, and I don't know. It is so much fun for me to play with Snake recently. I've been having so much fun after I tried to drop him, but end up not. After CD4, I pretty much solidified myself as a snake main. Yeah. 
And, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm winning now with him. I beat Anther uh, just yesterday. I don't know if that'll happen again, but we'll see. And uh, and I'm doing pretty well with him. It's, it's a lot of fun. I, I don't need a second to play with him as long as you're smart, you know? And and really, I think the thing that attracts me most about Snake and some characters like Diddy and whatnot is that I can control the pace of the game. You know, it, it's always in my kind of, the way I, I flow kind of thing. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, things things go the way I, I I dictate them to go, and that's that to me. Like I don't know, I always go late to all my classes, and I'm always like running on my own time kind of thing. So <laughs> it, it appeals to me. Just you know, any sense of control is good, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. But yeah, I could go on for like a year. Selfish players. Yes, yes, he is. Self-centered, egotistical, arrogant. Wait, who do you play again, Buzz? <laughs> I play Zelda. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I can relate to you because I played Young Link in Melee, and I was all about traps and timing and you know anticipating ahead. And in fact, it's for that very reason I do like to play Snake now and again. Yeah. I'm trying to learn him, but I'm just not very good with him. Uh, you know, usually going into the games, like, I'm one of those kind of people that say, I never want to main a top tier, I hate top tier characters, they're so stupid, you know, they're so broken, and going to Brawl, I think I said this on the podcast, too, in the very beginning, I said, like, going into the tournament scene, I'm just going to play a character that I enjoy the most, and no matter where the tier list is, no matter what people think of me for playing them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I operate, because I can't seem to win, even when I use top tier, so I figure I might as well have fun if I look tier. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. As long as you're having fun, that's what's important, right? And I have so much fun with Snake, so I don't care when people say, like, oh, you know, Snake is so broken, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I like him. He's fun. He appeals to me. And yes, the disjointed hitboxes and the fact that his tilts are nowhere near you when they hit you just are just hilarious to me. His tilts are absurd. But my favorite thing thing is to gimp kill him by doing the grab off his his, uh, third jump. Ew. Psycho (laughs) grab. That's so fun. Yeah, you're a dick. I hate when good players ruin it with the whole uh, you, you can down B bomb recover yourself yeah. still. But C4 recovery. It's just fun. To, it's fun to do it to people who have never seen it before. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing? And then they like, go like, I can't jump. I can't jump. <laughs> it's so so priceless to see that happen. Yeah. But but see, you said that you know you'd wanted to change from Snake, and now you have fun playing for it? Well, him? I've always had fun playing him, but it was back to that whole, like, I don't like the fact that everyone's telling me I'm playing a broken character, and everyone's saying, oh my god, so many people play him and stuff. Uh, and also the fact that I thought, in, you know, if I were to travel, I wouldn't be able to play against the best in the world, you know, the best players, because everyone plays against Snake so much that they know the matchup better than I do, and I, you know, I'm not one of the best Snakes in the world. Well, I found out later on, because I went to CD4, it really solidified it, that I have a really weird snake. I don't know what that means. Not sure why. But almost everyone that I play against tell me that I have a really strange snake and I just play really weird and they don't know why I play like that. And I don't know what they're talking about, but that actually helped me like play against some really good like people from uh, MDVA, you know, Maryland, Virginia area, like the best pretty much uh, in the world right now. And uh, and that like made me realize that I can actually keep up with these people because I have such a weird snake, and that I can actually play snake at the highest levels. So I'm doing it now. 
Well, as long as you keep that up, it'll always work to your advantage because nothing works better than playing a character with a style that they don't recognize. Yeah. Actually, I think that that's better than playing like a weird character half the time because they all expect you to do one thing and you don't, you know? Unfortunately for people like me, that's all I have going for me. <laughs> I, always seem to, I always seem to fall in love with low-tier characters and it's like, well, I just got to mind-game the crap out of them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think Zelda's <laughs> good and I actually picked her up recently and I was beating a lot of Mennonites with her. So, we'll get to her eventually, though. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, that just shows you how far you've come personally mm. in the past year. It's pretty incredible. Um, One of these days I'll tip- do uh, Tips for Better Awesomeness where I uh, where I explain where I started from. Because I, I was not a competitive player before I went into Brawl a year ago. And after one year of playing Brawl, going to the Brawl tournaments, now I'm pretty much in the same crew as the best in the Midwest, Anther. I'm, I'm his, we're probably going to end up teaming for the circuit. That's, that's our plan right now. And we might become like teammates for a while now me and him and I'm the only person in the top Michigan players that never played Melee like seriously you know competitively I don't know I think that works to your advantage though because I did do Melee competitively and it it really does kind of stain your style like you kind of have some pre-built biases and you can't develop the brawl way of playing (laughs) yeah Oh, I still have the. Ha- I still to this day have the habit of rolling off the edge to try and edge guard them. <laughs> it was so good in melee. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, on, on the other hand, I I will admit that it has kind of rubbed the opposite way too. If I ever do try to play melee now, I try to do uh, like dashing, sliding up smashes. And yeah. Those do not work melee. <laughs> and like backwards I'm edge like, grabs. Oh. Better, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I better go back to Brawl now. I'm a little, a little tainted. <laughs> yeah. So I play, I play like a retard in Melee now. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. And when I go back home, I, I'm generally kind of forced to play Melee, and then, like, does Sordi not like Brawl? Sure, I, I guess Sordi doesn't like Brawl, but like, tisk tisk tisk. I guess I, I still beat him most of the time in Melee. Sordi so doesn't like Brawl. You need a new brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, just buy a new brother on the way home next time. <laughs> Pick him up at Sears, Blue Light Special. There you go. It, yeah, it's too bad, though, that uh, we couldn't really use the chopper, 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 poom, poom, poom in, uh, you know, in Brawl because of Final Smashes. And that's yeah. another thing that you know, we couldn't do over time. Um, so let's move to the next character. Number three on this list is Falco. Wow. Mm. Um, and we definitely have an interesting commentary here, so let's check it out. Falco? Now here's a weird one. Mitsu King made a thread in the back room saying that he thinks Falco is the best character in the game. And if there's like one strategy basically you can use with Falco that makes him incredible, it's projectile spamming. Spamming the projectiles, using down B whenever they get close, or forward B to run away. And if you use this strategy, Falco would be amazing. If you aren't a you know projectile spammer, um, and you know you like fighting your opponents because that I think is a little bit more fun than kind of sitting in the corner as it be, but you know that's just my opinion. Um, lower, but since I guess he has strategies that make him really good, uh, he'd have to go higher overall. But so Falco, yes, is the third best in the game right now. Uh, I didn't think he was very good at the time. And I think it's because I didn't really get into the mindset of playing really kind of stupidly, like, silly with him. Like, Phantasm Camping, which is lasering and phantasming away when you get close, like side be away when you get close, that works really well. 
But I don't think Falco deserves a third spot there. Uh, there are only a few Falcos, like um, DEHF and Fiction. Oh, no, sorry, not Fiction. Uh, DEHF and uh, SK92, sorry. Uh, that are, like, really good with him. And um, he's just not that great of a character, I think. And, and oh, yeah, and Sethlon, sorry. And I think that uh, he can be so much better if people play even dumber with him, but... His jab's amazing, his roll is really good, his spot dodge is really good, um, and his lasers are crazy, and his chain grab, uh, 0 to 50 on, like, half the cast, and spikes f that would kill a lot of characters, is actually getting avoided now. People realize that you can smash the eye into the stage and tech it, and, uh, you know, up B back. Oh yeah, and D1. Uh, D1 even beat me in uh, CT4, he was a good Falco eye. He... Like, I too stock Falcos over here, but I had no idea how to be D1. He's good. But anyways, I, I, this is why I hate name-dropping. One thing real quick. Falco mm -hmm. fascinates me the most because he's the character I know the least about. Really? Like, I know I, I don't travel as much as I used to, and I really wish I could, but I try to keep up on, like, um, you know, the top players. And when I saw that Falco was number three, I was really confused because I, I try to follow the community, but I don't see that many good Falcos. Yeah. Like... I should probably pull up Ankoku's list. Where does he rank? Where does he rank on that one? Uh, Falco is number three actually on his list. Oh, he still is number three. Yeah, so, so, just, so the top three is literally that. Yeah, it's just interesting because it seems like I've seen just about enough of all the top tier characters except for him. Like yeah. Falco's the one I know the least about, and he's kind of one of those like dark horse characters where it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just me and my my potato land. So I know there are very few Falcos that I see. But, like, the few people that play Falco, like, some of them are just ridiculously good and they play really high. Yeah. I, I like, just I've, don't I've see that much his, potential. I've been kind of chain grab before, and that's definitely ridiculous, so... <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you know, from a snake's point of view, Falco's chain grab isn't that bad because I can just pull a nade and, you know, drop a C4, blow myself up. And right. all of a sudden, he, he doesn't get many throws on me anymore, you know? Yeah. I, I personally think Snake wins against Falco in the matchup. Uh, maybe. It seems like he does. Um, but, nah, that's my opinion. I'll try not to go too snake on you guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you go back then, then you might uh, never stop. Yeah, that's true. Raving. But, uh... But, know, uh, uh, well, Yoko, what, what are your feelings about Falco as a character? Um, you know, the, the chain grab is definitely a major uh, factor. And, you know, Ice Climbers haven't, you know, been that high on the list, but, you know, it definitely takes a lot more skill to pull out their uh, chain grabs for sure. But, you know, for Falco, it... Especially on like some of the bigger characters, it doesn't take that much to just do down throw and down throw, almost like Deity. And you know we'll be coming to him actually yeah. next. Um, but you know Falco also with like some of the laser locking, it can get pretty ridiculous. And it, it is definitely one of the more deceptive. It's one of the more deceptive characters yeah. by far. And actually, I think I just had kind of an epiphany about why <laughs> I he, I think Falco is the way he is. Is I'm. I guess I'm kind of subconsciously comparing him to Melee. Like, in Melee, yeah. he's just so overwhelming. Like, he could, he could, you know, shuffle a down air into, you know, wave shines, into grabs, and mm -hmm. do ridiculous things to you. That, that's why oh, he's so pillaring. Oh. And pillaring. Yeah, pillaring, yeah, shine. Yeah, pillar. And in Brawl, it just, because that's absent, that's why I'm kind of confused at why he seems so good. But then, yeah. then again, Brawl's held to a different standard. Yeah. But I, I look at it, and he is... A great deal lower than Snake, even though he's number three. He's eight fifty four mm -hmm. under Snake's fourteen eighty eight. So, uh, I think personally, Falco is one of the more simple characters in terms of like 
these strategies are the ones that work, and you don't see many Falcos that deviate from that. That yeah. applies to a lot of different characters in the game, uh, where they have one main strategy and you don't see them deviating from that, with the exception of Mennonite, Snake, uh, you know, Diddy, so the versatile characters that I was talking about that I think will end up being some of the best in the game, perhaps, uh, because they simply have so many options. But I think yeah. Falcon Falco is also one of those interesting characters where over the year it's been definitely a challenge for um, people to learn how to play the game differently because a lot of people, you know, when the characters transferred over from Melee to Brawl had a lot of different preconceptions mm. on how to play their character. Yeah. But since, you know, some of, you know, the properties of their moves changed, uh, you gotta change the way you play the character. Like, the change of, you know, Falco's down B, the shine, totally changes how you play him. And so, that's <laughs> also been, you know, part of it. And maybe some people haven't really discovered, um, you know, why or, you know, how to play the character correctly. So maybe yeah. we're still on the verge of, you know, some major metagame breakthrough. You never know. I mean, it, it took a long time for Melee, and we're only one year in for Brawl. I mean, we still don't footstool consistently. Footstooling right. is something that very few people use, uh, on purpose at least, and has a lot of potential for evolving the, you know, offstage game into something more. I remember once I beat um, Quivo in tournament. Uh, he's one of the best tune links out there. I beat Quivo because I ran off and I footstooled him at 60. Killed him. Straight up. It was really good. Yep. And it, I, I realized from that point on that, you know, I kind of want to start footstooling, like, on purpose now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've only ever seen it done on accident, even in, like, top tournament videos. Yeah. It just seems like it's, it's one of those things you're, like, you're both trying to recover or do something, and you're, like, also, like, wait, ah, crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Die. And you both start laughing, because you're, like, oh, man, because you both know it yeah. was an accident, you know? Let's do genius. But, yeah, I, I agree. That's one of those things that we're overlooking for the time being, and then a few years from now, there'll be some footstool mad genius and maybe the tears will shuffle up a bit yeah that's true maybe maybe some characters will prove to be like amazing at footstooling just because of the positioning that they're in or something like that or Meta Knight will get better as a result <laughs> oh god he probably would he has five jumps already <laughs> yeah so a lot of different options oh but I mean here's something fun to do against a Meta Knight you can actually footstool Meta Knight and then grab the edge and if the Meta Knight gets kind of you know fl like uh, flustered a little bit because he just got footstooled and tries to up B you edge you edge guard him because he upbees and misses the edge. So footstooling actually works quite well against Mennonite. Usually against good Mennonites, you'll have to footstool twice to prevent them from recovering. Yeah. But, yeah. I was going to say, he's, he's game genie. He has unlimited jumps. So yeah. you have to compensate. <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah, let's, uh, let's move over move now to uh, King DDD, uh, who comes in at Skip. number four. Oh, whoops. Sorry, I was looking at the ranking list. I was like, you skipped Wario. <laughs> Definitely not. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's hear what uh, Panda had to say about DDD. King DDD, higher. Great, probably one of the better heavy characters of the game. Um, just awesome aerial, aerial game. His ground game is really good too, his tilts and stuff. He has a chain grab and overall a great character if you know how to use him. Alright, so why do you hate King DDD so much? Oh my god. All he needs is a grab. He has a six-frame grab, which is the same speed of every other normal grab, well, almost every other normal grab in the game that isn't a tether grab or snake or Zelda. Um, it has ridiculous range. He can grab you out of almost anything that's usually it's safe on block for any other character, but no, he can grab you. He shuts down more matchups in the game than any other character. He has infinite on five characters, infinite, zero to death, 
chain grabs on five characters in the game, so they're completely unviable at the highest levels of play uh, unless they ban the infinite. Um, he just runs around and grabs, and he has five jumps and can back air you. His back air is ridiculously fast, powerful, amazing edge guarding. Overall, I think right now, at this point in the uh, metagame, D3 could possibly be the second best, in my opinion. He will go down. Because his one biggest downfall is that he's incredibly predictable. He does the same things over and over again. If he runs towards you, what do you think he's going to do? Grab you. Yeah. You know, if he jumps in the air, what do you think What do you think he's going to do? Back air you. Yeah. That's so true. But it, the problem is, it's one, it's one of those things where even, if you, even though you know what he's going to do, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. Like, his, his grab is humongous. Like... I'm not even that good at, D- at DDD, but I, I learned to embrace his range. I didn't really know how far he could grab until I started really, really experimenting with it. And you're not even ridiculous. You're not, you're not close at all. And he can yep. just like suck you in and just pull you into his hands. And even if you stop his back airs, he'll just keep back air on you. Yeah. He can't do anything to it. For characters that he can't even chain grab, like like Olimar, when he down throws him, he falls onto the ground. And then he has four options. Stand up, use a get up attack, Roll back or roll forward. Didi can read all of those options and respond. Playing against Omar, against a deity that, that can read these options, I've gotten chain grabbed from one one part of the stage to the, uh, the next part of the stage. Simply because if they read it correctly, then you get grabbed again anyways. Or you get down smashed if, they try to, if you try to roll into them. Well, apparently, according to Ninja Link, Omar can DI up and jump. But, I, well, Omar is just one example. There are a few other characters that can't jump out of it. Um... Kirby is one of the hardest characters for DDD to play, I think, honestly, because he can't chain grab him. Although Kirby has a hard time killing him because it's DDD, but and DDD falls fast as hell too. So he has ridiculous timing on the spot dodges too. That's really, really fast. His, his roll, his, his forward roll is really fast as well. So he can just roll behind you and grab, which is a horrible strategy for any other character in the game other than Falco and DDD. <laughs> I don't know. It works for Melee Peach. <laughs> yeah, 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 it kind of does. Of, on top of it all, he's, all, he's so heavy that you know he survives to a yeah. very high percent. Also because of his multiple jumps. Yeah. If he can, if he if he knows how to di properly, you can live to like oh my, well over three hundred. <laughs> yeah, against some characters. <laughs> um, that's one of the re- like I said before. That's one of the reasons I, I stopped playing Diddy. Because I was playing against a DD player all the time, and oh my god, Diddy can't kill normal characters until 150. How long do you think it takes him to kill DDD? <laughs> well, the, here's a lucky thing, too. DDD has a really predictive, uh, predictable recovery, uh, but because of that, you can spike him, you can hit him out of his recovery over and over again until he eventually dies, kind of thing, you know? Uh, it's. I've learned how to play against Diddy just recently, uh, and it's one of Snake's worst matchups. I, I, I struggled so much to beat even the worst Diddy players. Recently, I've been able to beat some of the best Diddy players because I learned how to do it finally. But it it was so hard to learn. I, I don't know. I hate it more than anything else. Gotta love the infinites too. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I just remember how funny it was when we first saw the Japanese videos of him how, like, it was discovered on day one. You know, we had that Japanese video of uh, DDD versus Bowser, and we're just like, what? Yeah. DDD, of all people, has a chain grab? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, from the very beginning, like, we knew about the down throw, and then um, the Michigan's own Vaseth figured out 
the whole standing. Well, he didn't figure it out. He just made a video about it, just to clarify that. Uh, well, he, he likes to take the credit yeah. for doing so. I'll, I'll say that. But, um, yeah, I, I posted one of the early videos. I mean, I wasn't the first, but I posted one of the really early videos of chain grabbing against the wall. And uh, I got several thousand views right off the bat because I played before the game came out in America, and I got that out of me doing it to, to Sugar Poultry, and she was really mad that I put it on the internet. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I remember you guys thought that uh, Pikachu's jab against the wall was an infinite, too, back in the day. Remember that? That wasn't me. We I've never played Pikachu that early. No, I remember. I remember it was totally you and Sugar were saying that Pikachu's jab against the wall was an infinite. It was either jab or like the shine or something like that. I think it was Pikachu's jab. Mm-mm-mm. You don't have to cite me on it because I don't. I didn't ever play Pikachu, so I don't remember that. But mm. you're a liar. You're trying to make me look bad. You more or less, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're on to me. But yeah, Beat <laughs> is pretty silly. We'll move on to number five, and you know, the sake of time. And it's uh it's the the flat man from the fat uh, penguin to the flat man. It's uh, Mr. Gitman Watch. <laughs> nice, awesome segue. Fat man. Yeah. <laughs> fat man to the flat man. Yeah. Uh, Game and Watch. Wow, like among the top tier, for sure. I mean, there can be cheap Game and Watches, and Game and Watch is like the zombie boy. I like turtles. <laughs> Gotta use a turtle. No doubt. <laughs> But yeah, Game and Watch is pretty crazy, and like I was mostly surprised, you know, when you know he was able to be played, like how powerful his smash oh compared to melee. Yeah, and what and what's weird is to me, uh, Game and Watch was the opposite experience for me than Falco. Like Falco, I felt he got way worse than melee, but it was surprising to see him number three. Game Watch had clear improvements. He had better recovery, better hits, better damage, better grabs. Just it was just ridiculous to see all that they did to him. It's like, hmm, somebody in the Nintendo department likes Game Watch. Yeah. And also, you know, when I you know go back and play melee and use the upbeat, it's like, oh, that's right, he doesn't have the umbrella after that. Such a, it's yeah. such a huge boost, mm-hmm. you know, comparatively, and it's it's amazing. But, um, you know, he's definitely got really ridiculous attacks, like the, the turtle, the back air. Um, the up smash, the forward smash, the down smash. Oh, God. Down throat, <laughs> down, down smash. I mean... The nair, the up B, the up air. Uh, yeah, the aerials. <laughs> but while the nair is good, it isn't as ridiculous as melee. So, like, if you actually go back and play it, the, the, the knockback on the nair for Game & Watch is, like, his only reliable aerial kill move. Although the forward air... In brawl is like yeah, Noodle, Noodle Jinta's favorite move ever of all time. It's his best KO move because it's the only thing he can use. Now in the in the competitive scene, Game Watch is really taking a downward spin because he is way too predictable. Uh, you just don't get close to him and he can't kill you. But he still has that fair, and that's the dangerous part. It's so obvious when he's jumping towards you instead of you know with his face facing you instead of his back. You know what's going to come out. Um, but still, it's really frustrating, and Needle Junta is really good with that uh, that game to watch. Still to this day, he's frustrating for most people to play against, and um, it's really basic what he does. You know, just back air a lot, but in really smart ways. He combos you to hell with the back air, nair, up air, up B. It's really ridiculous how well he can do it. Well, but that's um, what's so frustrating about it is mm-hmm. the back air is a combo by itself. Yeah. You don't even have to be very good with him lining it up and spacing it. As long as you don't get too close to be grabbed, 
You just abuse that and just destroy their shield. You just grind it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But actually, I've learned recently how to shield grab it. Um, you basically have to buffer in the shield grab in the last few hits of it before it hits the ground, which is another hit, and you can grab him. Uh, also, I have learned how to pretty consistently DI um, out of his out of his turtle and back air him before he can do anything. So, using quarter circle DI, you can actually smash DI it behind him and back air him, and he can't do a thing about it. So, he can't back air me much anymore uh, at most angles because he'd get back aired in return. And Snake's back air is a little bit stronger than, than Game Watches. Just a tad. Speaking of which, that will become a, another one of those advanced techniques that gets developed over the years is the uh, invincible DI. grab. How every character has one. Oh, you mean the one frame super armor that every character has? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a small window, but I've seen people do it consistently. I've seen people do it to where they just know how to grab to where they can't be abused back. Right. And it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, I've, I, I mean, I, I play Ike a lot, and the, I've hit people with my forward smash, and they don't go anywhere because they grab at the right time. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at least I, you know for the whole uh, removal of Final Smashes, at least you've been spared the tentacle rape, so... Oh, man. With... <laughs> I just recently got that oh. hack on my Wii, thanks to, to Yoko here, that allows the um, the camera movement thing. And yeah, I definitely got a game where I had all three of the girls and a Game & Watch with a Final Smash and tentacles, and oh, yeah, that was fun. I hope you took a picture of it. I don't know if I did or if I just like laughed the hell like like laughed at everyone else because it was just it was just ridiculousness. So many tentacles, so many women, so little time. Enough the flat man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Moving on to number six, it's Marth, and here's what we thought of Marth back in April of 2008. Marth is ridiculous. Hi, for sure. Um, if not top tier, high tier is on lock. Like, no doubt. Just sick. But not as good as we at first thought, because we have, like, the first minute you're putting him in, like, he is the guy tier, but not. he's he's beatable, thankfully. So I said that, you know, Marth was, you know, and this, this is true, in the very beginning of Brawl, we thought that Marth was, you know, the top tier, he's, he's going to be, you know, the greatest, and it was because people were, you know, used to um, playing how he was played in Melee. Yeah, they said that, you know, you got to get used to the shorter range. But, um, you know, he, he's going to be great because we're playing him like we're playing him in Melee and he's, he's owning. Well, then Meta Knight came along. And, uh, but, you know, Marth still has a respectable place at, you know, the sixth place currently on the tier list. And um, definitely a solid character, still range abound with his sword. And uh, there are still some, you know, solid Marth players out in the competitive community. But he's hard to play now. Like, at this stage in the, in the competitive community, he's a really difficult player, a uh, difficult character to use, because it's all about the spacing. Uh, and he is, I, I don't know, he is really, really, really good when you're good with him. But it's so hard to get good with him, and so hard to be consistent with him as well. Uh, and... His side B and his and fair, blue hair. you know? And he does have blue hair, and a tiara. Yeah, the side P is so much more viable now. It's, it's oh, amazing. It's so good. It makes his character. If it, w- it was not for side B, he wouldn't be nearly as good as he is. Uh, and, but the, what sucks is his recovery is horrible, uh, really easy to, to gimp. Um, and if you mess up your spacing once, then you get punished. If you don't, then 
it's ridiculously hard to hit you. Uh, at COT4, I played against Neo, who is considered one of the best Marths. Um, it was in doubles, and you know our teammates died, and ended up being a one-on-one me versus uh, Neo, and I ended up winning. But it was really, really frustrating to deal with, and extremely difficult to get even close to him. He's just fairing, fairing, fairing outside of your range, and oh my god, it's so hard to get close to Marth when played right. I don't know. He's still really good. Kind of like how he was in melee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he isn't he ranked um, the number one in melee, tied with Fox in the tier list? He's up there. Yeah, I think so. The, the newest tier list, at least. Uh, I, although, funny enough, the best Marth main, um, Meets King, says that Sheik is the best character in the game, but... <laughs> but, I mean, he's also got those uh, invincibility frames on his up B, but, like, if you miss, with how floaty Brawl can be, you are pretty screwed in open yeah. attack so but oh my god that up b goes through everything dd's chain grab just a b falco's chain grab just a b a snake nearing you <laughs> just a b yeah he can up b through my nair what the hell like i'm hitting him first hit second up b what like what shouldn't it be a combo shouldn't I hit you for like all four hits no no not marth so he shuts down a lot of things with that too hmm He's also got uh, his his grab releases. What, what about those? Um, those are rather interesting because basically the, what what it is is this animation for uh, after he releases a character instead of throwing them out of grab is um, not as long as other characters, and he can actually hit you before he can move. Um, but that, it does work on a lot of characters. There are some that suffer pretty bad, uh, and it, it's really good for just tricking your opponent um, and you know try to use. Uh, you mix it up a lot too, um, but they can lead some devastating things. Like if done perfectly, he has a grab release on Mennonite to a tempered fair, but it's very hard to do. Very very hard to do, um, and I mean he can destroy Wario, but then again everyone can off grab release. We'll get to that later. And I don't know. He he's a great character overall, and uh, I think it's a lot of fun, but just way too difficult for me to pick up. Yeah, he definitely you know, made some characters uh, not as good on the tier list that we thought would be a lot better. We'll get to those definitely. later. But do we have any... Uh, I don't think we covered Marth pretty well. So I guess let's uh, let's get to one of Panda's uh, favorites, Diddy Kong. Yeah. Diddy Kong! Yeah. Diddy Kong, higher. He combos like anything out of his, uh, his uh, dash attack, which has no lag after it. His weird-ass banana combos that just mind games up the ass. Like... Like straight up it, like not like not around it, not like like a little no straight up it. Just wow, like things that he does are just crazy. Uh, if you're good at them, of course. Uh, I can't, I can't do much with them personally, but you know. Anyways, I'm gonna try to speed this up since I'm taking too long. But Diddy uh. Kong's amazing. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I actually love. I don't even know how Alpha Zealot's ranked, but I just like watching his videos because he has like a really pretty Diddy Kong in my opinion. I haven't played him yet. Uh, like uh, at secret events, he's always there, and like I never get to play against him because he's God. always busy. He, he he raped me, and, <laughs> and it was it was awful. He's good. He's really good. He just has a graceful flow of like bananas <laughs> and like locks and and grab chains and and just edge guards, and he's just ridiculous. It's yeah. awesome to watch. He is really good. Although I'm I'm gonna have to give the edge to Ninja Link being the best Ziddy out there. I think most people would. Because Ninja Link is, like, just crazy. Like, I, I saw... I've seen um, Alpha Zilla a lot, too. He has a different 
uh, Diddy, that's for sure. But seeing Ninja Link play is definitely like, yeah, yeah, that's that's like even more. It, it's flow plus ridiculous speed plus really he can do that. Like you think you, like you see all of that. <laughs> It's awesome. He, well, it's just because he, he flows from one thing to the next, and then when you finally understand what's going on, you just see, like, eight things converging on you once. <laughs> and you're just like, what do I do? Yeah. I think, honestly, Ninja Link kind of combines what I was talking about with Snake, the multi-tiered traps where you do something, yeah. and you you wanted something else, kind of, like, like you're playing for something else. Like, Alphazil has an amazing, like, like uh, banana game. He does something and hits you with it. But Ninja Link does something for the intention of hitting you like two hits later or comboing you into something else. Like, yeah. Oh wow. Like, like, the, I, I get that feeling more from uh, Diddy than I do from Snake. Oftentimes, it's like yeah. I have a choice. I can grab this banana or, and get hit. I can mm-hmm. not grab this banana and get hit twice. I can <laughs> like yeah. You just you look at the list and you're just like, I, there's nothing you can do. It's really hard to to get out of them. And I'm really. I, I was thinking he'd be higher than he is, but at the same time, he's really high enough to where he, he's a really good character. Well, yeah. there are very few people playing Diddy. I think ADHD, um, Nanners, I don't know if Nanners even plays anymore, um, Ninja Link, and Alpha Zealot. Uh, Alpha Zealot, sorry. Um, you know, I think that that's pretty much the... I, I, okay, I hate name-dropping because I know I'm going to miss someone, but that's that's most um, of the best Diddies that I know of. Um but I don't know. I, I played. I'm able to play against Alpha Z a lot, and um, I didn't play against Ninja Link. Unfortunately, I just watched him destroy Lane, <laughs> Lane's uh, DD once. Um, but yeah, like Diddy can be ridiculous when one played well. But wow. Hmm. Yeah, Diddy can be uh, pretty crazy. And I think it's, it's a good placement on the tier list for you know how much you know difficulty he has killing certain characters yeah and his over reliance on bananas is one of his uh i think downfalls true simply like, yeah, yeah. Could possibly control that and yeah, then it's that's the only way i can beat diddy yeah. ever is if you you, you got to get in there when he's pulling him out and catch him yourself yeah because if you don't he, he takes control of the whole stage it's all his mm-hmm. so you put enough pressure on diddy and he can't pull bananas very well or very, not well but very easily uh, yeah. And you take the bananas away from him when he does pull them, so he's got to pull them again. And yeah, uh, I honestly think Diddy isn't as good as a lot of people make him out to be. I think he's still really good, but he has a lot of downfalls. His recovery is horrible, you know. And there are just some things that completely destroy the strategies that really? that you know he revolves around. I, I was under the impression that Diddy had like one of the best <laughs> planks ever. <laughs> planks really he just drop it. And drop and recover and drop and recover and wasn't much you could do to. Him. I, mean, I guess it depends on what character you're playing, but. Oh, I mean, I usually just run off and back at him if he does that. Yeah, if he does, <laughs> like, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but oh, Link brings up a funny point. Um, yeah, you can the, the bananas that the opponent throws on the ground. Well, Diddy can use a B the barrels and on top of the banana someone else throws, and he'll slip, and his barrels will fly off his back and actually like randomly go and hit your opponent and that's actually fairly strong too and it's scary as hell when a diddy does that because you're just like oh oh god is this gonna hit me now and it's so silly when you see it too it's the heat seeking barrel is the worst thing ever <laughs> I've, I've lost matches because of that yeah you're like it's we're both on the third stock both but both finishing up the match and i'll i'll nick him and kim his recovery but the barrel will kill me off the top or something i'm like yes. this is retarded that's so oh. dumb and they just you know fly off in random directions but always seems to end up oh they seek 
It's not random. <laughs> yeah, it's not random at all. It looks random. That's the thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it, it finds you. <laughs> but I think it definitely, uh, it, we should give props to Ninja Link. Uh, he was a guest, you know, once on Show Me News and everything. He has made, um, w- like, almost all of the, the strategies for Diddy, and, and he's found so many different ATs, and he's made so many different strategies. He has made Diddy uh, almost single-handedly. No, no, not almost. He has himself made Diddy into the characters now. He's the first person to use dribbling, which is a staple of Diddy's, you know, game, too. So... Uh, you know, if you're going to equate a character to a person, uh, going down the list right now that we've done so far, Mennonite, Mutsu King. Snake, Alley, right now. Amazing with grabs. Uh, that's that's really all his game is, and the pivot grab for Snake is silly good. Falco, it's either SK92 or DEHF as, as of now, uh, although Sethlon is definitely up there as well. Uh, King Deity, Lane, and Adamask, and Sabrek uh, are the names that really come to mind for people. Game Watch, um, Needle of Junta, and um, uh, OBM, Omega Black Mage, are, are the two best that I can think of. Oh, and Hylian, of course, uh, are the best Game Watch that I, that I know of. Marth is uh, Neo and, um, oh, I just blanked, um, from Texas, the, oh, so, someone help me out. Um, uh, Roy, what, uh, the... Oh, Roy R. Oh, Roy R, thank you, Roy R. Oh, thank you. Oh, how did yes. I pull that one out, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Roy R also uh, up there with, with Marth and Diddy Kong. Like Ninja Link is the biggest. Uh, Alphazilla and ADHD are close seconds. Um, so I guess while we'll go along these, I'll try to to name drop. But don't kill me if I miss a name. There are a lot of names out there. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. We'll see uh, how we do with the next one though. We got number eight with Wario. Wario, uh, you can jump off his bike if you play. Him, you have to know that, and it's actually ridiculous how much recovery. Honestly, who doesn't know that? Noobs. Really? Does, is there anyone Noobs. left that doesn't know that? He's higher. I mean, he's pretty good. Warriors. I, mean, I think the reference here in, in this video that people didn't know that you could jump off the bike, and it's true. <laughs> there what? were people out there in the beginning of Brawl that did not know that you could jump with A off the bike as recovery, and that makes his recovery and uh yeah yeah it's that silliness his recovery is crazy good i don't know i mean i also have a lot of fun playing him although i can't play him very well i mean don't you guys like think he's like really fun to play with you you just like to use bite (laughs) yeah he's got crazy crazy aerial di that's my favorite part about him is you can change directions and there's no hesitation (laughs) yeah just like left right left right left right left right yeah, for as big as he is, that is a little surprising. He is the... He's more the Jigglypuff of the game than Jigglypuff is. <laughs> he, he is. That's a, that's actually a good way to put it. Is he's, he's the new Jiggly, the new age Jiggly. Yeah. He plays like Jiggly from Melee. He's all about in and out, uh, and he has crazy-ass awesome combos. Uh, he's an incredibly good character, and honestly, he should be probably in the top five right now. I think he's yeah. he's definitely up there. He's really good, he, although so few people play him. He threw me off. It, the, like how his smashes have such like r- weird short range. I'm surprised that he's he is as good as he is. But he yeah. can set up those smashes so well mm-hmm. that it just doesn't matter. And I, even I, like I, I still will I maintain hate fighting that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still maintain that I think his down smash is one of the most pointless 
moves in the game because of its duration that is just absolutely not needed. I know you can probably cancel it. It's but so, no, you can't. It's the most worthless move I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It can kill people at really high percents if you're just looking for the KO because it's fast, really comes out real fast, percents. but oh god. <laughs> yeah. If you hit them at low percents, then they'll punish you for hurting them. You hit them, and they'll punish you for hitting them. It's dumb. No, no moves should be like that. And there are quite a few like that. And, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> That's true. I don't think, you know, you can put him in the top five when he is, you know, grabbed with these problems. But the grab with these problems, if you don't get grabbed, it's not a problem. And don't he can grabbed. avoid that. Yeah, he, yeah. no, but, you know, he can't avoid it. Maybe maybe not top five, but he's up there. Hmm? As I say, pick Marth, and then you won't get grabbed. <laughs> I mean... Use your... Yeah, just get him away from me. It's fair. It's fair a lot. Uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, for people that don't know, his sixty-second fart is his half-charge fart. As uh, as far as I remember being told, the uh, double the knockback and half the damage of his fully charged fart. And Ninja Link is telling us that his uh, one minute fifty fart is his strongest one uh, in terms of knockback. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, it's really powerful, and farts just come out of nowhere. You, you know, Wario plays really uh, slow a lot of times, like good Warios, because they'll, they'll wait for an opening, and they'll, you know, down air you a lot, um, like, just hitting your shield and jump away from you. So, he gets a lot of more farts than people would expect. Well, it's because of his DI and his Jigglypuff nature, in and out, in and out, and yeah. then he just farts you to death. It's true. Uh, he, he's really interesting, and I, I think he's another one of those versatile characters. Not as versatile as, say, Meta Knight and Snake and, you know, Diddy are, right. but uh, he definitely has some interesting options available to him, and I love biting. It's just, that's all, that's all oh I really gosh. do. But uh, I love Jigglypuff. Hmm? I won't lie, I like punishing biting. Dude, biting is so much fun. I, to learn how to punish biting in, in the very beginning of the game, I, uh, I played against level 9... Uh, computers and they like still to this day I don't see many people doing this when a Wario does a bite stand in front of him and charge a smash yeah. <laughs> it destroys it it's awesome it's so silly oh man I just like going behind him that's the easiest way that's what most people do but I mean go behind him or charge a forward smash hmm well my problem is uh some of the characters I play, it just seems like whenever I do a force smash, if I don't position it right, he sucks me in anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> so, your character moves a little bit and he just grabs you. And I don't know. I love biting. It's so much well, fun. And that's and that's the thing is he, he he can he can slide a little bit with it. So if you're not prepared for that, it catches you off guard. Yeah, it's true. You're like, oh, I'm safe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Actually, I learned how to be a reverse, which is when you hit the uh, neutral B or or to the B attack in general, and within four frames you press the opposite direction and you turn around with it. I learned that yeah. simply to uh, to bite in both directions with Wario. <laughs> yeah, with wow. Wario. It was so much fun. Yeah, that was in Melee too. I remember I had to do that, but you did you learned it explicitly for the biting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I use that. It's a huge, huge staple of my game with, with Snake. I'm one of the most wave bouncy. Oh, I hate saying that Snake. Like you can see nowadays, because I, I wave bounce my nades like everywhere. Um, but I learned that just because of Wario. It's it's so much fun. So if you were to name drop for Wario, who's some of the who are some of the top players for Wario? Uh, right now, the best Wario players are um, Fiction, Reflex. Uh, Quick from Chicago is pretty good, but I don't know how he fares with the the best out there because he doesn't travel much out of Chicago. Um, 
and futile, although I don't remember if he's still playing Wario. I remember hearing someone tell me he quit the game. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but yeah, Fiction Reflex Futile are the biggest names for, for Wario, definitely. Uh, and Ninja Link is, is backing me up on this one. <laughs> All right. So let's see, number nine on the list, let me try to look it up, is is our, our little baby, and he's he's operated as a, a robot. So let's see what we had to say. Rob is actually really good, though. Um, he's definitely higher. He can fly for days, months, years. Uh, he's heavy, so he stays alive, and he's got good killing power. Yeah... Rob can apparently fly for years, <laughs> years and years, and yeah. then some more. He, he's almost as absurd as Meta Knight and Pit. Almost, but not quite. I'd much rather put up with Rob than Meta Knight, but it's just crazy how much air he can get. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Overstorm uh, played me with Rob recently. His, his Rob was really known as a snake eater, pretty much. Because Snake eater. I was waiting for you to do that. I knew you were going to. You knew, you knew. Yeah. Happy Brawliversary. Oh, God. Oh, you silly people. I don't know. Rob is really good, but so few people play him. Like, defensive Rob is the best I've ever seen, although some of the better Rob players out there, like um, Holy Nightmare, um, Allie's brother, actually, uh, actually plays a really aggressive Rob, so I hear... So I I don't know. I, I I don't like playing against Rob because he he's one of Snake's like worst matchups. But and I know it's semi relevant, but Rob is all the rage online. Is he? If you do any any stuff online, he's everywhere. At least the people I play, it seems. That's true. Yeah. He, he's one of those characters where in a in a laggy environment, it's very popular just to to buffer stuff, and he's really good at um, stacking a few moves and just just. Unleashing because he has no lag. But I don't want to get into his down smash, but it's uh, yeah, a. Say, I, don't, I don't want you to get into online talk. What is this online? <laughs> no, okay, online. I guess uh, a year after we should talk a little bit about online, right? You want to sure. talk about it now, or you want to hold off for later? Let's talk about it now. Online has become, to some extent, a viable way to get good at the game. There are some people that have come out of nowhere. Uh, simply playing online that have become ridiculous players. Ali is considered the second best in the world right now. That's what people that we all are saying he is. Uh, and he got good through online and playing his brother. Um, you know, there is oh, Shugo, a ridiculously good um, Sonic that I know of. Uh, I was just talking about him yesterday. That just came from online. ADHD came from online. Um, CO18. Yeah, CO18. Yeah, he's really good. Came from online. Really good, uh, Diddy. Anti came from online. Knocked up Ozan in uh, CO24 uh, from winners, I believe. Um, there are a bunch of people that have come from online. Uh, Judge, to our very own Michigan player, came from online, came out of nowhere. And it's one of the better uh, Mennonites out there. Top, probably, 10 Mennonites in the country right now. Um, and they all got good by playing online. That's not to say that you, you have to play online to get good, and that's not to say that everyone that plays online is good, because that's a blatant lie. Well, the, the thing to understand is that online, the online play is just a, it's a different game. Yes. Like, 
because you can, believe it or not, you can get good in a laggy environment. It's a it's a totally different strategy, a totally different skill set, but there are players who just they just fare better online, not because people are bad online, but just because um, when you have that half second delay or, or a full second delay, you're you're better at anticipating and playing the game more like chess than you are high paced and, and rapid in a live environment. Yep. So you, you can come from that and become a good live player. There is a transitional period because playing absolutely. offline is drastically different, but mm-hmm. it's just a different game. So, Speaking of that, actually, um, we have Skotu here in Michigan that's really good at researching things and, and looking things up, uh, and he's a computer science major and everything. He did research into online and found out that the minimum, minimum lag uh, frame-wise for the game is six frames of lag is the minimum lag for online so at the very least you have six frames of lag between attacks and whatnot that uh, that does not exist in offline play that is that, that the basis i have no idea that's they they inputted a minimum frame lag into the game for some random reason probably to normalize all games that have lag in them you know, because if you play someone from Japan, you'll get, like, what, eight frames of lag, and play someone in America, got four frames of lag, so they said, hey, hey why not just make at least the minimum six frames so they're not all that different from game to game, which instead they become became even more different because it's, like, between six to, like, God knows how many frames of lags. It's shitty. I hate it. Oh, Nintendo. <laughs> Stupid Nintendo. They don't know how to make these things. Oh, God. They don't, well, they're new. You, you gotta admit, they're new to online. <laughs> They're new to they're new to the internet. They, they, like they still have barely even realized it exists. <laughs> like what is this thing? This is awesome. What's this this, this way of information transfer. The internet. The 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 inner the inner inner web. What what what? Yes. Inner tubes. Yes, the inner tubes. <laughs> it's a, they they think it's a series of tubes. You know. Exactly. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was my point with Rob, is that he, he just seems to be popular online because of his attributes, and he's one of a few characters that seems to excel both in offline and online kind of equally. That's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, Rob is, I think, really, really good online. Uh, underplayed offline, for sure. Uh, and not as good offline as he is online. He's, he's kind of fallen recently. But defensive <laughs> Rob, still... I, I, I like AVP's comment in the in the chat. He, mm-hmm. he says that ninety five percent of robs I play just they do a gyro to laser to nerds to de, to de- smash. <laughs> that actually is exactly the same strategy. See offline and online, <laughs> and it works. I mean, I yeah. quote him in that chat because what he's saying is one hundred percent true. It's just that's what you see online is this pattern. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't know. Ninjaling says that defensive robs are bad. I think defensive rob is is really his meta game, but. I don't know. He's still developing as a character. He's not saying they're bad. He's saying they blow. <laughs> oh, I was I was trying to sugar, sugarcoat his, ro- his his words, of course. You know. Well, yeah, of course. Ninja Lee, Ninja Lee says any robs that do that to me get destroyed. But I mean, you 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 play Diddy. Did Diddy Diddy destroys like defensive characters in general? You can't camp Diddy. Doesn't does not work at all. That's a horrible idea. Just shoot his peanut gun at you. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> damn peanuts. Nah, peanuts are so bad. Well, peanuts are actually a lot better than people think it is. But whenever I use peanut, they're always like, "Are you trying to sandbag against me because you're using peanuts?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> but um, peanuts are the future. Once once Diddy learns how to heal consistently with peanuts, he'll be unstoppable. 
Oh, by the way, um, so we have we have Holy Nightmare for Rob, and we also have Ninja Link. Uh, people argue all the time as to who's better with Rob and Ninja Link's. Uh, Ninja Link doesn't main quote unquote a character. Of course, I, I I've given him crap for that because everyone knows he really mains Diddy, but his second. If you were to call it a second, is definitely Rob, and he he's really good with Rob, really good with Rob. Uh, I've seen him play a little bit with him too. So yeah, Overshark still plays him, doesn't he? Uh, he does, but only against Snake, as far as I know. He didn't oh, bother oh, playing Mennonite right. once yeah. against me. Snake Eater. <laughs> the uh, the best part of uh, Rob though is when Kirby gets his mouth on him. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So coming in at number ten, it's technically a tie, but uh, we'll go in an alphabetical order first. Let's talk Lucario. Lucario, Azen has won tournaments with him. Anther, who's a crazy ass Pikachu player. Also plays Lucario. You can kick my ass with either one and alternate between them because he's just that good. Um, but Lucario's lower. I think a lot of people can agree with me that he's a great character, but not good enough. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he had a lot of potential, but no chaos moves. With the right hands, in the right hands, he can be really good. But I just don't think in the in the long run he'll be able to stand up to the other characters. I'm so mad because I made Lucario when the game <laughs> came out. Yeah. I was totally focused on him, and I didn't quit because I thought he was bad. He just didn't quite fit my style, and I was mm. just kind of like, eh, I think other characters I can play better. And then the tier list comes out, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so good. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think he's kind of low on the tier list. He's a really good character. Like, silly good when played right. And when played at the highest levels, uh, Lee Martin is the quintessential Lucario as of now. Uh, the best Lucario player out there, uh, with Austin, of course. Uh, and, Wow. Like, really, really good. I don't know. Yeah. Especially, it's definitely dangerous when he's got the aura and he becomes ridiculously strong. The king of comebacks. I don't know. I, I think yeah. Lucario is a great character when he's spaced right and you're, you're careful and you're smart with him. And you don't get too hasty. Because he can combo at low percents. When he's at low percents, that's a weird thing. When they're at low percents and when he's at low percents, he can combo. But when he's at high percents and, that, and you're at low percent, then he can't combo. So... Uh, I don't know. Well, um, and Nin like Ninja Link is, uh, I don't know, not uh, too keen of Lee Martin, it seems, but Lee Martin went close with Allie uh, until the whole reset thing happened, and that's uh, a horrible matchup for, for Lucario. Hmm. Yeah, but um, he's, he's definitely got his uh, attack. I mean, I think one of the more interesting things about Brawl that you couldn't really do with Melee and Lucario is definitely a proof of that is you're just stalling with the down air. I mean, you're just stalling is <laughs> a little too uh, generic of a word. Yeah. Down air is the best approach ever for noobs. Seriously. <laughs> you just get on top of them and just crunch, 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 and just eventually like let their shield down or something, or, or you yeah. go all the way down and grab them. Uh, the down air is yeah, so good. You can stall for a long time in the air. <laughs> yeah. Stop your descent, stop your descent. I think only like Lucario and uh, Fox because of Shine can do that. Maybe a few other characters, but it's it's pretty silly. I just remember Luc that was like the first, um, in my view, that was kind of the first discovered kind of shuffle 
that was in the game. Yeah. You could you could run around and like do a really really low to the ground down air and still keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just in the sake of trying to move move things along, do we have anything else on Lucario? Um, next. No, it's too I bad he can't use the Kamehameha Final Smash. <laughs> it's probably one of the worst Final Smashes in the game, honestly. It's terrible. So bad. I figured it would be good in a free for all. No, but no. What, once they see you launch it, everyone like agrees not to fight each other and <laughs> run to the corners. And you yeah. get nothing. It's so, so bad. I think I've only seen it hit once in a year of playing Brawl. <laughs> yeah. So bad. It's almost it's just really like bad. the laser on Halberd anyway, so... Yeah. yeah. But laser, actually, you can do things and to hit people into it. This, yeah. you can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see. Next, uh, for, you know, our commentary on it is... Olimar. Olimar, oh my god, you want to know why it's higher? That is why it's higher. That's enough to win you a game, by the way. The entire game. I mean, I don't want to say it takes some skill to play, but it takes some skill to play. No, I mean, you can, you can do some crazy things to be good at Olimar, but you don't really have to be good at Olimar per se to win. He's just incredible. And we, the we, legit, yeah, the legit top tier. Yeah. yeah. We just said that you flick the C-stick... And, yeah. uh, that, that's how you win. Uh, one one of the most. Um, the, uh, hmm? I was say you guys watched the one-up interview with Gimby Fish and yeah. Neil and uh, Hubs. That was so funny when Gimby Fish is like, "You just pick Olimar and see this little yellow stick on the controller that you just point that in the direction of the enemy and you win." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that was back when literally almost everyone thought Olimar was the top tier. Oh, I, I gotta actually quickly mention something. Something I didn't uh, notice that mm-hmm. for Lucario, Panda, you actually said that you thought that he was going to be lower. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, well, Lucario was really bad in the beginning of the game because we didn't know how to KO with him. Uh, even now, he, he doesn't really have the easiest time in the world with KOs, but he definitely does have a bunch of KO moves at higher percents, and we learned how to use him and how to KO with him. Uh, the SBR was in uh, complete ag- agreement which is rare, uh, back in the day, that Lucario is good, but he can't kill with crap, so he's not a great character. Uh, now he can kill, so he's a lot better, and he has legitimate combos, so. Sorry, I, I just wanted to make mention of that, you know, that, you know, we, that was the first one that we had kind of missed the boat on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, we definitely said he was, he was higher, mostly because of, you know, just flicking, flicking the C-stick. And I He think, was dumb in the beginning of the game. He was, yeah. I still think we still need to see, you know, the characters break out and who use the uh, the order of the Pikmin to their advantage. I mean, I think some people do, but I think in the beginning of Brawl, when we were still, uh, you know, trying to fathom, like, how is, you know, someone going to, you know, be a master at mm-hmm. Pikmin and Olimar? You know, they would all, you, you'd think that, like, you know, they would almost try to, like, you know, get the, uh, use the ordering to their advantage mm. and... You know, just use like you know the different kinds of pigment to their advantage. Instead of like you know you seeing them and you see a uh, you see a blue one and maybe you think like oh I'm gonna get grabbed. Maybe you have some mind games with that. I still think we need uh, you know to see that you know game development. Maybe that'll uh, springboard Olimar a little higher instead of a tie technically on the tier list with Lucario. Uh, honestly, though, I can definitely say that Olimar. I, even I do that with Olimar. I read the Pikmin, and I know what to do next. It, that's really easy to do. That's really simple. Uh, most to every Almar player probably does that. What I think 
you're probably describing and, and uh, getting at is using the order of, of the uh, Pikmin, knowing in the back of your head that there are two blues, white, and a red, what are you going to do, and planning out from there all of your attacks. That is really hard to do. And I can say on a personal level, I can't do that. Um, but I can't talk for the best Omar players, you know, say if they do or don't do that. And Omar is definitely a highly debated uh, character as well. I mean, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I first heard some people say Almar beats Meta Knight and camping, uh, perfect camping with an Almar is impossible to get around for any character, I, I laughed, although a lot of the community took that seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate purple Pikmin. That's all I'm going to say about <laughs> you. They're chubby. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Um, but uh, he's a really fun character to play for me. He still is kind of dumb in a lot of ways, but he just gets gimped so hard by so many characters that, ugh. Yeah. But I realized over time that percentages in this game are relative. When you think, oh, this character's at 90%, you know, they're close to being dead, that's really depending on what character you're playing. With Diddy, you don't think they're at a high percent until, you know, they're at 150%, you know? You don't start looking for the KO until 100, like 110, 120 with, with Diddy, probably. But with Snake, I, I start looking for the KO around 90. You know, 100. And that's, what I'm, that's what I'm looking for a KO. Uh, up, upwards of 80 for some characters. Uh, and for Almar, I've realized uh, he is in danger at around 60 to, to 80 is when you start starting to look, okay, I have to be careful because they can hit me away and then get me from there. But he can also kill people and start looking for the kill at ridiculously low percents. So it kind of evens out despite the gimping thing, and it still allows him to keep up high because he kills so early despite getting killed early. So It's kind of funny, though. Like When I you know play Alamar and Brawl against Scrubs, it, they, they don't see the spike coming. And yeah. You know, you, especially like with downhill, like it's just like this little Pikmin that barely mm-hmm. comes out, and like you get owned, especially if it's like a, a fire one or an electric one. Yeah, I love spiking with him; it's so much fun. It's it's so great. But his um, grab range is just ugh, and his his uh, pivot grab. Oh my god, his grab combos at low percent too. He's all about he's he, mm, yeah, it is absurd. He's become a like a spamming smash character into a spamming grab a lot character, and yeah. <laughs> But it's possible that, you know, his tether-only kind of recovery is, you know, what's really going to hold him back from... Definitely. ...getting into that upper upper level. Upper echelon. So that's why uh, you can really push his potential in tournament by using a good stage counter pick. You yeah. You can reduce the effect of his tether, then he's he's good again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. All right, coming in at number 12 on the tier list... Is Anther's favorite, or should I say, Anther Baby? Oh, <laughs> name drop. Final name drop some Olimar, Panda. <laughs> oh, Olimar, uh, yeah. Yika. You know, I don't really know many Olimars. I know Danger uh, is a really good Olimar, and, um. Oh, I, I'm kind of blanking. Uh, Black Waltz, was it? I think Black, I played against him, uh, Money Match him, I think, twice in CT4. He beat me. I, I don't know how to play against Olimar with Snake, but. Uh, I think it's it's Blackwell's and Adamus used to play him, but he doesn't anymore. Um, I there really aren't many Almars that have come out as oh god, like you know this Almar is extremely good, you know, except for Adamus when he played him at the time. Um, and but we do see a couple Adam uh, not Adamus, a couple Almars. Wow, <laughs> huh? 
you, you do see a couple Almars out there that are, are uh, rising the ranks, like Danger and, and Black Waltz come to mind, personally. I'm sure I'm missing out a couple other Almars out there, um, but I, I just don't know that much about, um, you know, how many people play him. Alright, so now let's get to Anther Baby's baby. Uh, Pikachu. Down smash, down B. Everything about him is, is sweet. He's definitely higher. Yeah. So much range. I hate Pikachu. Yeah. Almost as much as I hate Omar. He <laughs> made reference of down smash to down B, and it's true. Like, especially if, you know, if you can do, like, Anther does and, you know, read what you do. Like, if you air dodge, you do one thing, you know, etc. The uh, most popular video that I have online of me playing the game has, like, 11,000 views. It's uh, Anther's Pikachu versus my DK when I first started using DK in the very, very beginning. Uh, and I was thinking about switching mains to him, possibly. It was ridiculous how bad he destroyed me. Uh, like, it has, like, 11,000 views right now. And it's one of those popular videos that, uh, you know, uh, of me out there. And, like, if you want to see Anthus Pikachu, you want to see a representation of it, check that out. I mean, I, I can talk for hours about Anthus Pikachu because I know him inside and out, and it's still so hard to beat him. I just, the first time I've ever beaten him in tournament was yesterday. And I don't even think I deserved it. Like, he killed himself in, like, 46 because he's Anther. <laughs> but, like... Mm. Only Anther is powerful enough to kill Anther. Only <laughs> Anther is worthy enough to name drop for Pikachu. Uh, Anther and Pika Pika is also, um, I think, in the New York area. But Anther, pretty much, it's 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 Anther. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anther and Pikachu are like synonyms now. It's pretty ridiculous. We definitely said he was uh, he was higher, and this is this is definitely the truth. Although it's it's surprising how close he is. To the middle. Why do you think that is? He has bad matchups in strange parts of the, of the tier list. He does so well against the top tiers. Snake, Game & Watch, uh, DDD, Mennonite. He does really well against all of them. But he has a hard time fighting really mediocre characters. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's it's pretty it's a funny. Selective counterpick. Yeah, yeah. Like like you can you can get countered by some random characters that aren't good enough to beat other other like top tiers, but he can be, he can take on the top tiers. So he's in this weird like uh, limbo between good and bad uh, as a character, and that doesn't help that only Anther. Uh, I haven't seen any videos of Pika Pika, so I can say only Anther really has has brought out his potential uh, as a character, and no other Pikachu's are out there uh, near his level. Although there are, uh, there are some up and coming, and I hope more appear to help out the meta game. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty much for Pikachu. Um, coming in number thirteen is Kirby. Mm. So let's hear what we had to say about him. Kirby, though, way better than melee. A lot of mobility in the air. Electric nut shot for the win. <laughs> A little lower. He's now mid-tier, and it just might be a little under that line. Now, this is one that we said that he was actually lower. What? And Did we? I, I think I said I think I said lower because he was... I said he noticed that he was definitely better than uh, he was in Melee. But he's but so bad in Melee. I think... You know, but he was bottom I, in Melee, yeah. yeah. I'm, but, sure, uh, I'm trying to recall correctly from, you know, this, this clip that I still have to edit in, technically. I think you said, like... 
I think I said like he was at the you know the midpoint, but like just barely under. So at least I gave him that credit, but like he's definitely several spots above the midpoint but right now. I think it was a fair assessment because of like you know in melee he was so bad, and the things they fixed in brawl. No one really saw that as the the ultimate solution to making Kirby, you know, good. They were like, ah, it improves him a little bit, but, you know, he still really sucks. But they actually fixed just the right things to where he can, he's, he's got a good back air, so he can still do the, the edge guarding that way, and um, his hammer is actually useful now. It is and, definitely yeah. useful. It's oh, not wow, like yeah. a little stupid spinny thing. Yeah. It kills. And uh, oh. now his dash attack is is awesome. I mean, it's not, oh, it's not yeah. perfect. He still, he still has a lot of problems, but it's just so much nicer than his little fire. Man, fire Kirby dash. is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Yeah, so like his dash attack now is, is frightening. He can definitely like combo well, and he, he's even got like interesting combos with like you go to at the beginning like stock you do like down throw. What do you do? You can pull it off panda like mm-hmm. down throw like up airs or up oh no it's it's forward throw up air uh backwards up tilt to back air a 38 percent combo it's called the gonzo combo uh you can you can actually smash the eye it up and get out of it every time consistently but most people don't know how to do that very well so it'll land on most people and it's really easy to do i don't know I, kirby's one of my favorite characters to play on the side you know he's honestly like just so yeah. ridiculously good it's so much fun to play true they uh, ruined his taunt dang it <laughs> He's had so much better They gave him more taunts, so... My, whenever I play Kirby, my taunt is just a squat repeatedly. <laughs> just, yeah, I was going to say, like, like his taunt is just a squat. That's all you have to do. It's so good. It's so much better. His new... Oh, he just sounds terrible. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that one. That one sucks. <laughs> actually, both, the, but the other two actually uh, do really suck, other than high. If you use the squat combo, you can keep whatever powers you sucked, so... Yeah, I know. The top tier town right there. Although, you know what's funny about his inhale? It has no uh, hit sun. So characters that have uh, down airs or like a move that makes them like ch- like stop in the air uh, can actually hit him for taking his power. Yeah. That's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Mario, especially. You, you, take yeah. A, you take a Rob's power, you're going to eat a down air straight up. And it can knock it out of him, too. <laughs> it's so dumb. Well, they should go to the beep. Beep! The squat taunt. Uh, I forgot to mention that about DDD. He has the same thing. That's yeah. the hidden fourth taunt. You just squat and just mock the other player. You mock the other player when you beat them with the only grabs, okay? For DDD, what? what you gotta do <laughs> is uh, you gotta do the down taunt and then squat. Yeah. And then crouch. Oh, it's so good. Well, the great thing about, great thing about the, the squat taunt for DDD is they, they get mad at you so they come at you, but then you just down tilt because you're squatting. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, uh, Kirby is a really good character. Way too low on the tier list, I personally think. Uh, although I don't know if I can say that he'll or not. Be, but hmm? he'll be exploited. We we just need to see some Kirby players come out of the woodwork because he's another one of those characters where there's not a lot of big name players for him. True, other than the big name Chudad, who places really oh, yeah. well at, at the best tournaments. But he is one of the very few no, Kirby's out there. No one knows Chudad. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. Kirby is a really good character when you can play him well. Uh, he's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, there are quite a few people that are good with him, but not many people that are great with him. And that forward smash is, what the hell, so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Electric nut shots. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and Ninja Link says that uh, camping is a strategy that destroys Kirby, which may explain his low... Um, 
you know, tier list, yeah. you know, placing the tier list and why there are so few. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kirby is a lot of fun, and I, I see a lot of potential in him as a character, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to see how he, how he goes from here. And we were definitely way off with him uh, back then if we thought he was lower. Yeah, I think it was just more like the, the midpoint. But, yeah, we were a little bit off. Uh, let's get to one we were a little more accurate on at number 14, DK Donkey Kong. Mm. Um, Donkey Kong, higher. Higher, 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 higher. He's so good, though. He's one of my favorite characters in the game. I would main him if he wasn't, like, the easy, most easily counterfeit character ever. Half the characters in this game, or more, have something they can only do on DK or Bowser because they're so big. Because you can only do it against big characters, and they're so easy to combo. Other than that, he's so good now. Like, his attacks are faster, they're strong as hell, they're not a bad land, he has so many spikes, and I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm, like, really enjoying him right now that I say this kind of stuff, but I really think you'll be surprised how good he can be. Um, but then someone chooses GDD, and you lose. Sorry. Um, but higher, sure. So you did this one, and you said that he was, uh, you said nope. he was higher. Dude, I love DK in the beginning of the game. I thought I was going to main him. Like, and still to this day, he's one of my best, like, seconds. I play DK a lot. Usually I play him against snakes, because I don't like snake dittos, and those are annoying as hell. Uh, but DK is a really good character. Well, okay, I'll take that back. DK is an okay character. His what is that, is that Sugar Song? He doesn't like Donkey Kong. That was Cadre's input. Cadre does not like Donkey Kong, so obviously he's not that good. <laughs> I'm just a little baffled as to why DK is higher than Ice Climbers, but we'll save that for Ice Climbers. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But that's because back when we made it, Ice Climbers weren't really a threat, uh, and then Lane came and told us that he was. No, they were rather. So, mm-hmm. uh, DK is good though. Uh, he's a lot of fun. Uh, he's got a lot of spacing, like awesome spacing games. Problem is, uh, all of his attacks extend his hurt box along with his hit box, which means that you can hit him when he does his attack, and he's so big that you can hit him with like anything. And he gets infinited by uh, Deity easier than any other character. So, and from zero percent, just straight up infinite zero to death it becomes kind of frustrating you know to play him here and there uh, and he doesn't fare well against like you'll hear okay you'll hear people that say he does well against Meta Knight and you'll hear people that say he doesn't do well against Meta Knight Tornado personally I think Tornado shuts down almost everything he has and by almost I mean everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got the up B in the air and the uh, the neutral B and that's it I'm registered for Panda Semantics 101 in the summer. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's just how my mind works, you know? <laughs> Come on. I mean this. And by this, I mean this. <laughs> so why didn't you say this? <laughs> oh, I mean, that that would defeat the point of... Wait? I think I just got out logic. Damn it. You guys <laughs> <laughs> got the, the monkey punch and uh, monkey slap. Like, he's... He's definitely got the, the back air. The back mm-hmm. air is like WTF. Crazy. Huge, it's powerful. Good. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness! And so many spikes that, that are easy to land too. That was kind of his uh, his staple with L canceling in, in the in melee. But now, it, I mean, I thought it would get worse without L canceling. But no, it, it's still <laughs> it's it's kind of a DDD style back air. You could just keep doing it. Yeah, mm. I mean. 
Uh, DK is isn't he played a lot online as well? I, I remember uh, seeing a lot. I see. Really? Mm. It wouldn't surprise me because all you gotta do is forward smash. Dude, I love forward smash spamming. It's so much fun. But if we were to uh, name drop any um, DKs, Bum yeah. is the uh, the only DK I think that that uh, really is performs at the highest level. Hmm. Did you still play him in Brawl? I didn't know yeah, that. I, thought, yeah. I just knew about him in the melee. He just doesn't travel, right? He, he just doesn't travel from his area, but he gets first in all of the local tournaments he goes to. They had a bunch of good players like Snakey and stuff going to them. He He's well known to be one of the least traveling people of like the best you know, players out there. Uh, and Bum, uh, I don't know if you can agree that, that Bum will do, would do well at like... Uh, like High, like big, big uh, high level tournaments because unless they ban the infinite, because they ban the infinite at all tournaments he goes to, and he will only go to a tournament if they ban the infinite. So I don't know how good DK will be in the future, but there are definitely too few DKs to say that you know he really deserves to be perhaps as high as he is now. Perhaps, although he is a great character, it's just that he needs more representation at the high levels, and his metagame needs a little bit more development. Uh, in terms of popularity of characters, uh, it, by going alone by the uh, the activity of the brawl boards, um, DK's character board is one of the least popular character boards. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's Poor too DK. bad. Honestly. I love DK, and I, I really enjoy playing him, so I'm like the resident uh, mod that pops his head in and out with DK boards every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, on the sake of moving things along, let's get to uh, our next character. It's uh, good old Icy. He's coming at number 15. Sorry to cut you off like this, guys, but that is the end of part one of episode 47, where we reviewed the characters from SS tier to C tier. I hope you guys enjoyed part one enough to download part two, which concludes our review with the characters from D tier to G tier. As you might expect, we're a little meaner in that episode, and you might get more laughs or maybe tears, depending on who you main, but you'll probably enjoy it nonetheless. So get out there, download, listen, and enjoy to part two of episode 47.